Welcome to episode 30. Today we revisit Texas Pacific Land and a discussion of its business model. So without further ado, famed investor Monish Pabrai popularized the idea of investing in spawner companies several years ago in a talk with Peking University Gangua School of Management students. In the discussion, he contrasts investing in growing pies with investing in discounted pies, pointing out that investing in discounted pies yields a lower two to three times return per investment when compared to growing pies, which can yield 10 to 100 times per investment if properly identified and allowed to compound. Discounted pies have their place as they often appreciate in a declining market and are easier to identify than are true growing pies. But a growing pie, once identified, is a thing of beauty. As Pabrai's talk progresses, one of the growing pies that he focuses on is the spawner. Spawning companies are those which constantly spawn related and unrelated businesses. Examples include Alphabet, Amazon, Alibaba, Tencent, and Baidu. Monish Pabrai breaks spawners down further into four subcategories, which include adjacent, embryonic spawners, cloner spawners, and non-adjacent spawners. Apex spawners, according to Pabrai, are those which display all four subcategory traits in a single business. As highlighted by Mr. Pabrai, spawners offer investors several distinct advantages. For starters, both the business and the investor gain a tax benefit. Earnings from normal business operations can be directed into incubation of new businesses and thus reflect an expense to the company rather than being taxed as income giving the business a sort of free loan from the government. The investor is taxed advantaged by holding a business for years or even decades without the high turnover and resulting taxes that result from trading discounted pies. Spawners are further advantaged by an extended business life. Like any living thing, a business goes through distinct stages from birth to rapid growth to maturity, old age, and eventual death. Barnes & Noble stuck with a single business model and is now in the mature to declining stage of its bookseller life, whereas Amazon, which started in the same business, is still in a growth mode decades after inception. Amazon continues to spawn new businesses, some of which eventually mature and take the place of dying or outdated business models. Amazon's cloud storage business, once a small side project, now dwarfs the revenue generation of Amazon's founding bookseller business. Texas Pacific Land Corporation, which we've covered previously on the podcast, is advantaged in several ways. It carries no debt, has almost no operating expenses, employs barely more than 100 people, and gets high ESG marks despite its connection to the oil and gas industry. What I realized recently is that TPL's business model also qualifies it as a spawner. Specifically, TPL fits into Mr. Pabrai's adjacent spawner category. Adjacent spawners are those which continually create new businesses that are similar or adjacent to the company's existing business model. This trait is a double advantage for TPL. It's first advantaged as a royalty company in that it derives profits from the price of the commodity being sold but doesn't suffer from increased operating expenses that compress the margins of any normal business. 
Said another way, TPL shares are a perpetual call option on the price of oil. TPL's second advantage comes from its adjacent spawner business model. I consider the company an adjacent spawner because of the businesses it already created and those it continues to create. Contrast TPL with other oil and gas royalties and you'll discover that it alone is adding new business to its core oil and gas business. Whereas a typical royalty company has a set charter to distribute X percent of its income through the end of its asset life or an arbitrary date in the future, TPL is continually inventing new business lines. In a sense, its primary line of business was spawned. Oil and gas began generating profits decades after TPL's land was set in a trust in the late 1800s. From the mid-1900s on, TPL generated increasing revenue through its oil and gas business, and only in the last two decades added the water business to its list of income streams. The businesses now contribute substantially to TPL's overall revenue. Demonstrating the company's ongoing spawner DNA, TPL added and continues to expand its renewable energy segment by incorporating wind and solar energy production into its portfolio. Both wind and solar will outlast the oil and gas business and serve to extend TPL's compounding runway decades into the future. Within the last quarter, TPL announced the addition of Bitcoin mining and carbon sequestration to its business portfolio. Both businesses are in the very early stages, but represent, once again, that TPL is a spawner at its core. Before wrapping up, it's worth touching on the synergy that exists between TPL's two previously covered advantages. Because TPL applies a royalty model to the businesses it spawns, it's exposed to all of the upside and little to no downside of each new endeavor. Take, for example, the Bitcoin mining announcement. The capital and infrastructure are to be financed by two separate operating companies, with TPL securing a small revenue stream in exchange for use of their fully owned acreage. TPL's contribution comes in the form of remote land, beneficial for noise abatement, and its co-location with existing energy production, but not in the form of cash or the diversion of its limited employee focus. If the newly spawned Bitcoin mining project takes off, it could represent a substantial income stream in the future, and if it fails, will have cost shareholders nothing. The positive convexity built into the royalty and spawning DNA of the company again acts like a perpetually dated call option on all future business lines that TPL could generate. Long into the future, TPL's land business could evolve again and income streams could shift. If residential development springs up in the Permian as it did in Midland, Texas, following its oil boom, TPL could own valuable underlying land key to the development of shopping centers and subdivisions. How likely is this to occur is anyone's guess, but once again, it represents a free option lying in wait for a proven spawner to capitalize on. With that, that wraps up episode 30. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something new about a business model to reference investment decisions, that is spawners, and how a previously covered company, Texas Pacific Land, fits into a subcategory of the spawner model. With that, we'll see you again soon with another investment write-up.